is there anything you think UGC did better at than RGL? Like, as a league? Uh, I guess the staff are actually a little bit less, like, dumb, to say the least. Like, UGC staff is always, like, one person had, like, a lot of control over other stuff. And, like, every, all the other admins were, like, couldn't really do much for it. RGL's a little bit more evened out, I've noticed. But, it, I don't know, I, didn't, I actually never really had any interactions with UGC admins. I've only had, like, a few with RGL, but no, not really UGC outside of the one that was on my team for a couple seasons. Oh, what was that like? Uh, it was interesting. I mean, they weren't, they didn't, I don't think they became head admin until season 25, I believe, which is the last season, proper season of UGC, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, they were an interesting character, that's for sure. They weren't really, like... They were fun to be around. They were a good friend of mine for a bit. And But outside of, like, some personal drama that happened between the two, like, us and, the, like, her and the team, like, her, her being an admin, I think she did all right. Hmm. Well, I've definitely had improvement from Kimori, if that was, like, even though that bar's kind of low. <laughs> okay. Um... Do you think that most of the admins, like, ultimately do just kind of, like, care about the game, but then just aren't always able to, like, express it or make the decisions they want to make for the community? You uh, see or RGL or both? I'd say both. Well, like, or you can talk about each group individually if you want to. Yeah, that would work. Um, UGC, I actually have no clue. I, I don't know why they do it. I really don't. I, I don't understand. I don't think they want to do it. I just feel like they have to. I feel like they need to have like need to, I, I obviously I can't read their minds, but man, are they? They feel like they're dead inside sometimes. We're still running that husk of like whatever the hell that is. RGL, I think they are a little bit more passionate though, because there's like at least something to work towards. But All right, I don't know. Okay, that's definitely fair. Yeah. So um, what were your some of your favorite memories from sort of like leading the team back then? Like, how did that impact you as a person? Is it something that you feel like just kind of helped shape who you are today? In a weird way, it kind of did, because it actually did help me like open up a little bit more to people I didn't really know, because I didn't really have much like I didn't really interact that much with people from my school back then. So Discord and like the people I met through TF2 were kind of like the only people I really talked to, and they all conveniently were around my age for the most part. And, like, I don't know, it just kind of helped me, like, socialize a little bit more, even though, like, it was still online and all that. But it was still, like, nice. It kind of helped me open up. It also got me, like, <laughs> it actually got me into the habit of, like, scheduling stuff. Like, I'm, I just, like, have, like, a force of habit now of just, like, having to, like, schedule stuff, like, properly. Like, even if it's, like, a real-life event, I just want to make sure I schedule it now. It's kind of like a, just a habit from leading, I could, I guess you could say. <laughs> Dinner scrum, 9.30 Eastern. <laughs> yeah, just something like that. Just when I'm hanging out with people in real life, it's just, like... Yeah, I just want to know, like, what time and all that. Hmm. Do you regret, like, any part of being a leader? Like, is were there any, like, really negative parts of it that kind of impacted you as a person? Oh, actually, yeah, big time. There's a few instances where my team, for the most part, was pretty pretty good. We didn't have much, many incidents outside, after, at least when I took over. Uh, my co-leader, I mean, not co-leader, my old leader, Phoenix, uh, had some issues, to say the least. And, um, but after that, it was pretty smooth sailing from there. There were a few instances I wish I could, um, change. Like, there's a few fights that people got into, some drama that was just unnecessary, and it was just, I would definitely like to go back and change a little bit of that, but 
Hmm. And it definitely like did kind of suck because like you know it's you're the team leader. This is all like you brought all these people together, and now it's like they're fighting, and then they got in a fight, and then it's like them. This is all happening under my watch. This is actually awful. Right. So there's definitely a few of those I would like to take back, but you know what are you gonna do now? What was was it the sort of thing where it's like you had a chance to take a side and you chose to take neither, or is it more along the lines of like you chose to take one side and you sort of regret how that affected the other? Uh, kind of a little bit of both. Like, probably the main instance I think of when when people were getting into fight was we had a fight between our demo at the time and our scout medic, whatever. We were trying to put them on all kinds of stuff. They were, uh, it, like, it's been so long, I can't even remember what the argument was about, but it was about something minor, and, like, I didn't really want to take either side, but that wound up, like, just making things worse, I guess. And then eventually one just, like, sure, left the Discord and everything, removed me, everyone off Steam and all that, and they were just gone. I was like, wow, what a, that was special. So it, there are some times where like, maybe I should have been a little bit more firm as a leader, but I don't know. A little bit late for that now, I guess. Yeah. Do you think that people are kind of like being unreasonable, though? Like, is it the sort of thing where it's just like they put you in a really difficult spot, or was it more of like a genuine dispute, do you think? Uh, the one I was referring to, like, kind of a bit of both, but there are a few times where it's like I just put it in an un- like, unnatural situation. Like, uh, I had a medic in season 23 to 24. He went through some stuff. I was not prepared for that at all. I, uh, I was only like, I was a dumb teenager still. I wasn't ready for that huge, like, dump of just trauma where it's like, oh my god, this person's actually, like, maybe in danger in real life. Like, this is actually, I don't, I'm not ready for that. Like, there are some times where I'm just put in, like, an unnatural position, but at least the dispute between the two teammates, uh, that was just a little bit more petty in my opinion, but yeah. I see. Do you think were you sort of like mentally prepared for just like the level of commitment and situations you would find yourself in? Uh, no, I, like I said I was a little bit like spoiled when it came to the fact that my team had a pretty good track record for the most part. Right. But that when shit went down, it was like, oh god, what am I supposed to do about this? <laughs> in all honesty, though, do you think there's any being mentally prepared at any point for like TF2 leading, or do you think it's just like there's some really uh, anomalous events like that? Oh, it sucks. Like, it's just, if you're doing stuff and you're interacting with strangers online, there's going to bound to be something stupid to happen. But leading stuff can suck, too. Like, if you have to get, I'll say the probably the worst moments of me leading are honestly tri- tryouts. Trying to get tryouts, like, it's awful. At least nowadays. Well, actually, no. It's always been awful. It's always just really bad. You just need pure luck or you just know people. Like, it, it's pretty awful. That's probably the worst part, is just <laughs> trying, trying to get people to join your team when you only have like a few teammates to start right and then i imagine just like what you're sort of describing early about just how people act like i'd imagine that's like multiplied exponentially for admins and community uh, members like figures that have a position of authority yeah i can't imagine what uh being an admin was like or something like that like no thanks that's the reason i don't want to do that because at least when i'm leading I was just like, I'm just dealing with my players and maybe some other people, but you're dealing with an entire league now. No, thank you. So, what would your advice to the community be to sort of alleviate that issue a bit? I honestly have nothing. That's just... You can't really do much about that. People are just going to be like that sometimes. You have to just be mentally prepared for that if you're going to be an admin. Leading, it's, like I said, it's a little bit more random. Because you can have, like, a nice, a really good season, and you can also have where it's like uh, someone's starting to take their life. Someone's like, talking about some shit that you probably didn't need to hear and it's like yeah it could get kind of bad sometimes right right like it just sort of blindsides you yeah 
Uh, do you regret your seasons leading looking back at it? Uh, Time-wise, a little bit, but um, outside of the actual experience, I'd say it was pretty fun still. Like, I met a lot of good people, we had a lot of good times, and then the team honestly brought everyone together, and even though there's not really much of a team now, at least of the, consisting of the same players, it's still fun to, like, hang around these people still. Right. So I definitely don't regret much. I just outside, I just regret those, like, stupid, like, those stupid incidents once every while that's like, damn, this is actually awful. <laughs> right, right. Uh, do you feel like there's enough of a support system in place to sort of help you deal with that whenever those weird sorts of situations did appear? Uh, no, not really. Just kind of like you just hope to God your teammates are going to be there with you. But there will, and what there are some times where I just felt like I was entirely alone. I had, I had nothing to do. Or like, there's some times where I'd just be trying to form a team together and I was just fighting a losing battle all by myself. So, what do you say maybe the biggest issue with just, like, the whole competitive side of the community, maybe the community as a whole, isn't, like, the fact that some of these issues happen, but that it's, like, you don't really have a support system and you feel so isolated and alone when you have to deal with some of these issues? Yeah, I'm not sure, like, how to improve with that, but it's just it just sucks sometimes leading. Like, you just get dealt a bad hand. Right. I would just imagine, like, more people in the community who do care, like, just sort of, like talking to each other, you know, actually caring about the community and the other people, like, I'd imagine that would kind of be just what you need to see happen. I don't think that's too difficult. Yeah, like, I can see it, because that's just also how you get burnt out of stuff. Like, I nowadays, I just don't want to lead. I really don't. Yeah, it's right. like always that dumb happens. Most of the people I play with are starting to get burnt out of the game. It's just not meant to be, but so every time I get put in a position of leading nowadays, it just feels like this is awful. I, like, I still want to play the game, but Jeez, I do not want to lead anymore. Hmm. Especially Highlander. Right. Actually, no, just in general, honestly. Even running the, playing those like shitty competitive tournaments you see once in a while, like, even those are pain. Do you feel like you can trust other people to lead when you're playing on teams with them? Like, if you're not a le the leader? Honestly, it's kind of split. Sometimes, like, when I see someone else leading, like, I just, like, I just have the like, instincts and, like, and I think I need to, like, step in here. But, I don't know. I haven't really had many instances where it's like, um, well, I mean, last season when I played Highlander, that was fine. Everything seemed to be under control there. But there's sometimes, there are sometimes where someone's like not doing a good job of leading. It's like, man, I just feel the urge I need to step in here, but I hate doing that. <laughs> so what do they get wrong then when it's like, what make, what kind of triggers that sort of response from you? Like what's that, what sort of leadership decisions kind of do you think are poor in that sense? I have a pretty bad habit with this nowadays too. So, but uh, transparency, I've noticed is something you kind of need to do. Like, because I'm me personally, I'm always in the habit of like, you know, we always scrim this time, you know. But you know, some people like want to know like in advance. Like, you just gotta be transparent with your team, like what's going on and all that. Like, I had a pretty bad habit of just like hiding everything away. But you know, you gotta be transparent with your team. That's for sure. Right. It's like with some teams, it's just like there's so much kind of like drama behind closed doors kind of that like nobody's speaking about up front that really divides the team amongst itself for sure i actually had a perfect instance of what you just described during that dispute between the two <laughs> players in the season one after, and at the end of season one of rgl like it was me my co-leader and we were just kind of talking we were just trying to figure out this dispute no one else knew so like the, we just showed up to the next week in a scrims our medic's gone our scout's gone because uh uh, what was it? They were, we moved them the medic. Our scout. We moved our scout to medic, and then they got someone to play for us for. 
I have a theory why they were so eager to play, but yeah, they decided to play for us, and then they just not they just decided to disappear the next weekend. Our entire team did not know until we told them later, and they're like, "Where did they go?" And it's like, "Well, it's a long story." <laughs> okay, so um, what made you so successful as a leader? Like, how did you keep BNH alive for so many seasons and establish like a subsection of the community, kind of like your own community within it? Like, what allowed you to do that? Wow, it's actually kind of random. I think it's just the players I happen to find are just like happen to be like really fun to be around, and they're able to build a community within that. Because I don't, I wouldn't say there's like I'm like a really great leader or anything like that. I think I just kind of got lucky with the players I was able to pick up and like start like hanging around. Honestly, hmm. do you think it was luck in that regard, though, or do you think it was you just kind of like understanding that okay, these people would be healthy to be around, and these are people that you can sort of build something with. A little bit of that. I guess a little bit of commitment on my end. Like, I had to make sure, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to keep this going. But I would say it's a little bit more on the people I just happened to find. Because I, didn't, I only got, like, a few, a handful of people that are like, oh, God, why, am I, why do I have to be around you? But it didn't happen that often. I just mostly, for the most part, got, like, really good people to be around. Hmm. Okay. And what was the transition to RGL like for you? Oh, it was weird on? at first. It actually, when they first dropped that video announcing Highlander, it did not register. I was like, okay, we just lost, uh, what was it? I think we just lost playoffs, season 25. They're, in, they're announcing RGL, and I'm like, okay, so. And I realized, wait a minute. This is going to kill UGC. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't think about that. So we're like, okay, we're going to move over to RGL, and we'll see how that goes. And it was weird the first season because we got we went from a playoff silver team to a, a barely playoff main team, so it was kind of a dip for us. Then we had that drama, like I said, and then um, so it was definitely a weird transition. But as as for scheduling stuff, it wasn't that bad. It was just the only thing that was really different was like there's one last week of the season, I guess, and we were in a whole. It felt like we were in a whole different division now. And would you say that was like was it a good or a bad feeling when it came to feeling in a different division? Like, how did it impact uh, it, you personally? Well, it was just kind of a dip in quality for our team. We lost our pick classes and uh, a few other things. Hmm. So we, we just kind of made were worse as a team that season, and we got put in Maine, which you know how that division could be like. So it was a little bit yep. weird for the first two seasons of Maine, but after I got back to Advance, that felt a little bit more natural. And did you rec- did you see a lot of older people like funnel out of the game at that point? Like, did you not see as many of the same names or teams as before stick around? Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. Like, I did. I did notice a lot of the legacy teams around our like silver legacy teams, like us, kind of died off. I think Kitty Committee also died season one of RGL. And I think Fireplace like despawned. Who knows where they went? So yeah, I've noticed a lot of people like kind of left, but a few people did like stick around for a good bit. That, but I did notice like a small dip though. But also like, you know, old older players come back randomly all the time. So it's kind of like some people leave and they get replaced by other people. Hmm. Do you think that losing a lot of those older legacy teams did like fundamental damage to the health of the game that it hasn't really recovered to from, though? I don't know if it did damage. It's just more of a bad indicator if the legacy teams are thrown in the towel. Hmm. I see. Just kind of like an omen of things to come, yeah? Yeah, like I don't know if anyone actually is like, damn, this team's not around anymore. Like That's going to affect how I play the game. Like I don't think that's the case. I think it's just hmm. like you know bad indicator, like you said. Right. Uh, why do you think like some of those old teams threw in the towel at that point instead of being optimistic for RGL Highlander? That just means like they're just getting tired of the game at that point. And even in 
in the in the face of something new and possibly exciting, it's still not enough. Hmm. Do you think maybe also they were just tired of how things were in UGC though, like and just didn't feel enough of a change socially with RDL? Yeah, definitely. Is, I feel like it's a little bit easier to get burnt out of UGC, especially in the later seasons. Like I heard back in the day, like really early UGC, it was really fun and stuff because the game was getting updated a lot. But like, you know, later in UGC, it's like, what are you doing this for? It's just like right. a at least RGL. You don't make that much money. Don't get me wrong, but it's at least something to something to work for to an extent. And you get casted, you get a little bit of a you get a little bit of a spotlight on you. But UGC, it's like. What am I doing this for anymore? Like later in UGC days, like top flat was like they had some good matches and all that, but like it gets to a point where they're probably thinking like, what, what's the point of this? Like, there's no money incentive. I'm just kind of wasting time on something that's not even really getting updated right. that much anymore. And it's like there's a lot of social issues with it as well that UGC just isn't fixing. Yeah, UGC was just kind of doomed. I think. I think even if RGL didn't come around, I think. Possibly Highlander might have been screwed even worse if RGL didn't come around, but it's hard. Mm. You, you can't say for sure. Right. Do you think RGL like, did enough to separate themselves socially from UGC, or do you think it just felt kind of similar to a lot of the people like initially? Like, What was the sort of impression it sent for, set for you, from your perspective? Uh, people are definitely the same, but the, you could definitely, there's definitely a clear difference between like the two. Like, RGL is a little bit more... They put a little bit more depth into it than UGC did, that's for sure. Right. And even the site looks a little bit more cleaned up than UGC does. It's like, despite, like, despite some of the decisions being made bad, it's like you, you sort of feel like it, you get the sense that like, the people do, the admins do genuinely care, right? Compared yeah, to UGC. Yeah, they put a lot more passion into it. Like, you know, there's no more, like, like, like I said, when you go on the website, there's no more random SFMs they stole from DeviantArt. Like, right. it's, just nice, it's just a nice, clean look. And there's no more Snowblind, Frog, or Fortnite, Fortnite just allowing all those issues to persist from an administrative yeah, I, level. I don't know what those guys were on. Like, I think they were just doing it just to like continue the grind. Honestly, I don't know what was up with them. Right. Like, they're probably from a time when TF2 was probably just coming out, and they're like, "Yeah, this is cool and all. Let's make a league." Because, oh, well, actually, no, no. Before UGC was originally for like, Counter Strike, I'm pretty sure Counter Strike and TFC. So they're probably just they're just from a different era, and they, I feel like they just needed to like step down at a certain point. Right. Do you think things would have been better if things stayed under UGC and the admins just stepped down? Like at an earlier point, do you think we would see a healthier state of the game? Yeah, UGC definitely could have been salvaged, but they just didn't want to give it up. So people just decided to make something else. And yeah. yeah. So what do you think the state of the game is going forward for Highlander? Like, what's RGL's next move? How does it turn out? Do you feel optimistic? Uh, as much as I like the game, it's not looking as good as I'd hope because it's just no one's updating. It's just a matter of if people like the game or not. Like, there's right. a few people I've been talking to that I've played with. They started when the, they, they have never seen an update, like a major update. Like, the people that started after Jungle Inferno have not seen an update yet. So it's like, it's just, you have to really enjoy the game and push yourself to get better right. for a game that's not getting updated. It just depends on the person. But like, if you're doing it for the incentive, there's no incentive. If you, you want a fancy badge, cool. But like, the money is going to be like really hard to get. And even if you get it, it's not that impressive compared to like other stuff like Dota and Overwatch. So it's like, you just have to really enjoy the game. So and Highlander has like nine players too. So you have to find like someone to play each class. Which I like the format, but it is a lot harder to like keep maintain that. So than like other shit. Do you think like 
because we we just aren't going to get that support that we as a community really need to like step it up and just be a lot more proactive in solving everything basically if we're not gonna get yeah it's an uphill battle that's for sure like i'm yeah. not really sure what they can do to say the least but you're just gonna have to hope to god that people like the game because I... is pretty old too so it's just you kind of just have to hope and get lucky I... I mean, maybe it's time for just like one last community hurrah just to see what we can sort of preserve and establish going forward since it's clear we just aren't getting support from outside like maybe it's time for just a ton of people come together and see what they can do without valve yeah we kind of have to find a i mean they kind of do that a little bit with the lands, but yeah. But I mean, like just, just like more uniformly, like right, like across formats, across divisions, across leagues, across, like casually and competitively, and just see what happens. Yeah, it'd, it'd definitely be nice. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just we're fighting an uphill battle. Like you have to just, it's just the game's old. It's just, it's like I don't know. Yeah, or even sometimes for like other games where they get the format right, but still people don't give a shit. Like I don't know. I don't know. The way I see it is like it might be an uphill battle, but there's no downside to trying to fight that battle if you're gonna be playing the game or caring about it in the first place at this point. Yeah, I mean it's definitely worth a shot, that's for sure. We don't really have much else we can do. It's yeah. better to like at least try to RGL's at least trying to still push forward when UGC's just like, well, if you wanna play, you play. And it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, so what do you think RGL's best move is going forward to just sort of help preserve or expand things? Like, and what do you, what can they do to keep Highlander healthy here? I guess maybe advertise a little bit. Like, this may sound a little bit weird, but uh, UGC had, like, those servers that weren't even, like, connected to UGC. It was really weird, but it, like, unintentionally, like, advertised them a little bit. So I just think we need to work on advertising, possibly, but then again, like, some people just don't care anyways. So, I don't know. I really, I, really don't have a, I really don't have a definitive answer for this one. What about Highlander lands? <laughs> Oh god, I mean, that's the problem with the format. It's like, it's just, I think it's really fun. Honestly, I love the fact that every class has a purpose and can be uh, represented, but god, is it a bitch to like schedule that many people in a LAN format? <laughs> yeah. Alright, so what's something that you think RGL needs to change the most, like, or improve on the most currently? Like, what's the big issue? If any. Uh, I'm actually not sure. I, like, I know the. I personally don't like qualifiers, but that's kind of the only complaint I have, really. Mm. I think qualifiers kind of like put a fence gate over a, divi a division that's already struggling. Do you feel like they're also just like not really utilized that well if teams are allowed to throw so much of the time and just either like and and just sort of get off the chain for it? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just spiteful because the first ever our. Uh, the second qualifiers they ever did, I got I got screwed out of going invite, which probably for the best. But it's still, I don't know. I just never had a good experience with qualifiers. I think they're just a bad idea. Right. Like I don't know, RGL like as that's one thing that's different about them. They have this weird obsession with like keeping everything to T. They're like everything has to play out. Like there has to be this many teams so we could do this playoff structure. It's like I don't know. I kind of just missed the just whatever you know like. Just have as many teams as long as they're there. Like UG, I remember UGT had the opposite problem. They were trying to get people to move up because <laughs> there was no platinum teams anymore. And now we have the opposite problem where so, it's like people trying to go up. They're like, no, screw you. You're not good enough. Shoot. Do you think RGL just sort of like pays too much attention to the look of the divisions rather than like the health or the function of the divisions? Yeah, they definitely. Like I said, I'm. They probably know something I don't. But it's just they are weirdly obsessed with like just keep everything like perfect. It's like they have OCD. It's like. I just don't think it's that serious. Like, mm. maybe it's just me, though. 
do you think that's like a representation of a larger issue with RGL as a whole, where it's just like they're so concerned with image that prevents them from doing the more more in the way of change? I don't even know if it's like for the image. I think they just like having a structure like that for reasons. I I don't know. Maybe it's just mm. easier for playoffs. I think it it all comes down to playoffs for div structure. I mean, how many teams there are, but like. God, like I said, it just screws over so many people. Like, how many times like a qual like, a qualifier team just fucking dies because they don't want to go to advance? Like, come on, right. like, or it's just, just like, like we're just pushing people away more than like there's just not enough players to like consistently do that. It's not a good idea. Right, and then it's like you also just see a lot of teams like sort of like or groups of players that sort of just like get into divs and then they just die over and over again. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So you think it's definitely something RGL could like take more of a like put it more into their own hands, kind of like directly guide. Yeah, something like that, I guess. Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure if there's like a. I I could just be seeing it in, like too simple of a light, but I just like I said, I just missed the good old days. Of, like, well, we're just kind of just like it doesn't matter how many teams, as long as there's enough to like maintain a div. Right. I I think that's definitely fair. It's like the leagues gotta have their own perspective you're gonna see it from your own perspective but then it's just like regardless of what the perspectives are all you can really do is just look at the end results right and see the impact that has on a seasonal basis yeah. i definitely think it's good to just have that out there though just have people sort of thinking about it yeah uh so what have you been doing in recent times like in rgl times you haven't been leading that much anymore right Oh yeah, ever since, uh, basically ever since I won Season 5, I don't think I've, well, okay, I led an off-class team in Season 11, that was a lot pretty casual, but, oh, Season 10, my bad, Season 10, but outside of Season 5, where, like, we won in advance, like, I haven't really been leading that much, I've tried, twice, I've tried to get a team together for Season 6, it died, tried to get one together for Season 8, it died, so I just kind of, like, finally just gave up, and I'm now I'm leading a 6s team, which is probably gonna die, so, <laughs> yeah. What's the change? Why did the Paul teams used to live? Like, why don't you feel you're able to lead that much anymore? Honestly, I think it's just a motivation difference nowadays, but it's mm. also because obviously some of the players that used to fill in for this just don't play the game anymore. So, I don't know. At least for Highlander, if I don't have a demo, that's it. That's it. We can't do anything. Have you considered starting to hire people to play for you? No, I can't afford that. <laughs> You just need to get a sponsor. Like, find a company named Paul. They're like a company with the owner named Paul. And just... the, there's a gag where it's like the B and H camera company. There's actually a camera company named that. Yeah, and then we also have a you know your famous tax evasion. So I'm sure you could come up with the funds. Yeah, I don't know. It, I I don't think I, I hope I never get a point where I have to pay someone to play. Like that just <laughs> it's just kind of sad. Like I've seen it a couple of times. So I'm like. Oh man, do you that's th that's just so depressing. Do you? What do you think happens if TFU players get put on wages? Do we see the game revitalize? Well, I mean, it, it, they can play it at least, but uh, it's hard <laughs> to say how that would work out, and if anyone can even afford that realistically, unless you're like Sigiler or something. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe Sigiler just becomes like the TF2 manager, the Highlander manager. <laughs> yeah, that dude's stacked. Like, I I wish he uh. Uh, him and R RGL did more co like collab stuff. Yeah, because it's like RGLs like they always sort of struggle with the finance financial side of it. Like, and it's like it could really help the league. But I think T the Sigiler just wants to do like his own thing, or like has tried yeah. to do before, and it just doesn't work. So it's like maybe it could be a time for a shift in approach. Yeah, maybe like try and work with RGL, and if he doesn't like what they do, he could try and like work with them on that or get them to change it. Because financial incentive is financial incentive, and that could be really good for the health of the game. 
like the option's probably on the table for him, but yeah, he said he said he. I'm glad the TFCL is coming back. Maybe that's fucking hilarious. I feel like I've heard and seen that happen like so many times before. It's like every people are always like, "Oh, he's doing it again." So it's like I don't know, but I, I would definitely be interested. I used to love playing that. I played a season yeah. of Sixes Highlander, three seasons of Ulti Duel. It was fun. Dude. It was also like really goofy because no one cared that much. From what I've heard, he'd be interested in like paying admins. So it's like, yeah, maybe that could be a really good option for the game. Yeah, because uh, ETF Twelve does that. I'm pretty sure, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so, but I really wouldn't be surprised either, given like what the admins have to go to through. Yeah. I'm not too experienced with ETF Twelve. Yeah. I, just, I remember hearing something like that a while back, so I could be could be wrong. Right. So, do you think there's anything like that people really need to hear at this point, like as a community, like or as players that could really just like sort of help people, or do you think there's like any big advice you'd have to communities to just sort of come to terms or like try and solve all the issues we're facing? I don't have any advice, but as a personal level, I guess just try to try to overdo it. I guess because I know a lot of people that just like overdo it and get burnt out. Right. Like it's okay to just take a step back, or to yeah, ha- or to like reach out to other people if you need help, kind of. Yeah, you definitely just, you want to still make sure you have that passion for the game. Because there's a lot of players I used to see that just would launch for competitive. Obviously, some people have a time schedule, so that's different. But a lot of people would just launch just to play competitively, then quit, and then play competitive, then quit. It's like, there has to be some love for the game in general, at least in my opinion, to maintain like a healthy relationship with it. I still love playing the game in general, so it works out. But there's just some people that just, you know, they just don't have that love for it anymore. Right. Do you think part of the issue with that is just, like, people not really feeling like they belong to a specific part of the community? Like, not really having a subset that they belong to, like, I don't know, B&H in your case, or, like, a class, or just something mutual that they kind of get invested in with other people? Do you think that definitely could play a part in it? To an extent, like, definitely finding, I guess, your, your motivations help a little bit, too. Like yeah. Some people just don't really have anything to like strive for outside of just playing, you know? Yeah, so like, make some friends, just establish a bit of your own community if you want to keep going, kind of like, and that'll help you sustain your, your interests, yeah? Yeah, because I remember back when I started, I was just like, I want to place. This, I, that was my, that was my, one of my top goals of my entire life. It was pretty sad, but I just really wanted to get that fucking placement medal so <laughs> bad. I was like, I'm going to get it. And it took like four years, but I finally did it. And it was great. But now it's just like, there just isn't that much to be gained from, like, right? There isn't as much pride, so it's like now you just kind of have to focus on the community aspects of it, right? If you still care. Yeah, now I just, yeah, I mean, because I don't think I'm placing an invite. Yeah. Unless the invite really sucks, or I get lucky, I don't think I'm going to place that invite anytime soon. Hmm. So, I don't know. I see. So when can we see B&H expand and gradually take over the community? I don't think so. It's a pretty, it's a pretty closed off like community, honestly. Just because like every time there's so many times where we invite like a stranger, and it's just always so awkward. I don't know how it happens every time. That's fair, yeah. Especially when it's like older people, like people who are like just who really have a lot of personal experience, and then it's like other people are kind of coming in. It's like yeah, not always that easy. Yeah, like it's just there's just some people I've met in that Discord. They're just like. What even are you? <laughs> like it's so so weird. Gremlins. I'm sure that was your impression of me. I I am the Gremlin King. It's mainly engineer mains, honestly. You know, I I honestly I respect that. I that's definitely fair. Yeah, I I know what you mean. <laughs> like weird sidetrack, but I just feel like I need to share. We, we, right, we had sir. an engineer trial that was like 42 years old, and he had no idea how Discord worked, and it was just 
the most incredible thing I've ever watched. Like, he sent me this text, like, this small paragraph of just jumbled letters and words. I was like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> it was so weird. He had this dude that, like, five seasons of experience too like he's he played in like season nine and shit and like what are you i don't understand it's so it was such unusual like and he had like backwards teleporters on upward it was so strange <laughs> so um i guess just like as a few like closing things like do you feel like all the time you spent in the game has like impacted your own life outside of the game a decent bit uh yeah like i said i like i just really like keep things in order order and organized right. now because of the, the kind of force habit from leading well, like, i guess outside of just leading like do you think it's been a good thing for you or is it more just like a neutral thing yeah more of a neutral thing i do <laughs> feel like i should have maybe spent a little bit more time with people mm. in real life but right. you know i mean it definitely was nice it definitely changed helped me like put myself out there and learn how to actually taught me a little bit how to talk to people a little bit more I mean, that's the reason I'm able to just kind of go off on random stuff because I'm just used to talking to people on Discord nowadays because I did right. it for like every day for like three years almost. Or right. more than that, actually. So it's like, what do you say specifically just like the sense of community being a part of that community, like not necessarily just the game itself or like playing it is what really helps you? Like really help? Yeah, definitely the community helped a lot. It's better right. like it being a good community. Okay. Uh... So, do you have any other things you just want to generally talk to about? Any tangents? Any questions you want to ask and answer yourself? Um, not sure. I mean, do you have anything in mind? Like, I could like talk about other like leading shenanigans. It's up to you. Yeah, sure. Tell me the leading. Yeah, like that's that's probably the most like unusual time of my life. Played TF2 at least. Like that's just what a pain sometimes. Oh my goodness. Like, UGC had its moments, but I feel like that one season of RGL where we won, that preseason was so bad. Like, oh my god. There's some, there's so many moments where it's like, ah, why am I doing this still? Like, okay, we're, we, so I had the bright idea to make a team with Telly. Literally just us. A soldier and a heavy. That was what we're working <laughs> with here. It's like, yeah, what, what could go wrong? I did it before. Literally the same classes, too. Like, when I first took over B&H, just me and a soldier. Same thing. I'm like, okay, I can do this. You know, it's whatever. We'll make an invite team. I'll play one season invite, then I'll head out and never play it. And maybe it'll just quit the game. We get my one season invited, and then I get to experience that, whatever. And then, um, so we had to get every class. So that was a pain. And there's just so many moments where it's like, wow, it's awful. Like, we had this one guy, I think I played him in season 19. He comes back, LFT demo. Plays one time, and he's like, I actually don't want to play this game anymore. I was like, oh my god, no. Wait, come back. And then another time, we had a medic ringing. And uh, I don't know if I should name name here, name the names here, but like... Up to you. Uh, we, had, we, we had a medic ringing. Let's just say he, was, he had a lot of experience. And we had a pyro trying out. And he was just like, be like berating them the entire time. And then after that, they're like, I quit the game. I was like, what? And they still have not played since. It's like they just, you know, the TF2 players say they quit the game a lot and they come back. No, they actually quit the game, I'm pretty sure. And it's like, oh, there goes our pirate tryout. So it was just a lot of moments like that, honestly. It was pretty rough. And then our sniper got banned for posting the Quran on the forums. So we had to, oh, we had no. to play with like, that's another sniper for half the, like two, like almost half the season. Huh. It was uh, so much dumb shit in our, just that one season. Uh, that was just one season, by the way. Like, uh, it's just crazy. <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you feel kind of out of place in the present day, just, like, not really leading teams anymore? Like, do you feel like you've sort of been left behind, per se, in terms of the social side of the scene? 
Oh, absolutely. I'm like a very easy player to forget about, honestly. Do you have any? Does Paul have any plans to uh, uh, rebuild his notoriety, his his infamy? <laughs> God, I wish. Like, honestly, I don't like the. I don't like putting clan tags. I don't put clan tags in my name anymore I, for obvious reasons. But what's the obvious uh, reason? Hit me with it. Uh, it's just that it's. I, that's why. That's how people know me now. I did not expect it to get like that. But yeah, people know me as that now. Like even Katrina referred to me that in in the podcast you interviewed her, and I was like, yep. wow, this is how it is now, huh? And it's like it's just crazy because I didn't even make I did not make the team. We had <laughs> some random twenty seven year old dude in twenty sixteen came up with the name because he liked Futurama. Yeah, but and, you're and, you're you're the heart of the team, Paul. Yeah, I'm the one that kept it going. But yeah, if there was an opportunity, I to make BNH again, like a proper one, I actually would because I actually really enjoyed playing with these people. But it's just I just don't see it happening anymore. Either they're just like done with the game, busy don't want to like I remember i had a, a one player i really enjoyed playing with he's like yeah i just don't want my entire competitive experience to be just playing with you paul i'm like damn that should go hard but yeah i guess i understand yeah okay uh so what are some of the good leadership experiences you've had like we've covered like a lot of just like the super attention-y like grabby like negative ones but what are some of the good ones like the positive memories you have from it Oh, there's a good amount. Just, like, winning matches that you think were just unwinnable. Like, there's just so many times I've been just utterly relieved about winning that match. You got an example? 20, like, I have a lot. Of, in 23, the first season we led, it started off pretty bad. We were down 0-2 already. We lost Borneo Week to a team that was, like, 10 seasons old. We lost Lakeside to a team that was, like, 10 seasons old. It's like, God damn it! Our players are, like, 10 seasons old. It was pretty rough. And then we slowly started to work our way back up, and, like, we made, we, we, we made playoffs, which was really good for our first, like... We, we, I remember... One of the matches for playoffs that season that was really important was a triple payload against Quack Street Boys, and it's like we somehow pulled through that, and that was just really satisfying. Even though we lost the season at the end of the day, that was still pretty good for like the for like building that team up from scratch and making still making playoffs. That was pretty nice. So I thought it was only uphill from there. Then we went four and four, but it's whatever. But the summer season though, season twenty five, that's when I think we had the probably the best matches, and then. uh I think it started with like against Blue ninety nine actually and Goalie Wash Week. That was probably the funniest <laughs> one because uh, he was just like so adamant on winning that season against us because he was just like talking down to us and all that and it was like, dude, relax. And it wasn't as bad as other people, but it was still kind of comical. And I wasn't even gonna play that match either. I was gonna go do something with my dad, so I had I had chalk playing and then chalk dipped, so I had to fill in for my own sub. Also, my dad canceled the plans anyway, so I had to fill him for my own sub to play that match. And uh, yeah, we actually managed to pull through on Goalie Wash, and I missed that map. But it was just fun. It this really was. And then what was it? Probably the but probably the best one was against Home Depot that season because that was just like uh, it was a pain. Because in season eight, well, last week of the season, we they just utterly destroyed us on Cascade because we suck at that map. And then we play them literally the next week for playoffs. So it's like okay. This could be bad if we don't play our cards right here. So we decided the they picked Cascade, of course. That's like a literally a good idea for them. And um, I think we picked Goalie Wash and they picked Vigil because they had a really good win on their Vigil week that season against like trash black trash bags and the team like died after that. They were really happy about it. I remember Kegaman celebrating on his stream. Oh, yep. So so they were pretty excited to play Vigil too, but we're also good at Vigil. So we play Cascade, immediately get rolled, of course. What are you gonna do? And we played Goalie Wash after the server lagged out a little bit, and um, we pulled through that pretty well. 
and then vigil comes around and they're just like it's getting really intense and we somehow man and we somehow managed to beat them and i'm like okay guys don't say anything in chat and fucking our sniper and engineer automatically say another easy win for bnh because they did that to us on a cascade week and oh my god the other team was just so upset at that <laughs> i think like their demo their soldier their spy were always they're all like dude this these guys are fucking assholes fuck them and i was just like laughing my ass off because like poor luigi and kegaman were just sitting there like they were they weren't really upset but they were just like <laughs> i don't know they're still like confident in winning but then their team's just like all negative it was just i don't know why but that was just a fun moment for me at least because just like i finally like felt triumphant that season but then we lost like the next week so it's like what's even the point but uh, oh god um, yeah, but just stuff like that. And obviously winning season five was probably the best too. Uh Paul? Okay. Yeah. I opened up logs.tf to like try and find that log. Uh <laughs> logs.tf is kinda of messed up right now. Uh I'm not going Oh, they're still doing that. They were doing that yesterday too, yeah. the lawyers. I'm uh uh no video no video for this. No video for this. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, they would even they would even flooding, that's uh that's special. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I guess no video for it, uh, but, uh, honestly, it doesn't matter too, too much for this one. Yeah, it's just, you get the idea, though. It was just a fun match like that. Just yeah. Feeling, like, triumphant. And there's a, it wasn't as cool, but that same week, I don't get back to this a lot, that same week where we had the drama incident in Season 1 RGL, our, dem our, um, our demo got in a fight with our medic scout, whatever. So we're just down two players. We have our sub-medic and scout fill-in, and we're playing against the number one seeded team. Literally zero, zero losses on Borneo, and like, okay, we're gonna fucking lose. And like, there was so I think Psycons was the guy predicting. He did like predictions when that was a thing. If you remember that. Oh yeah, I and, remember uh, that. Like the articles, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened to those, but uh, Psycons was so confident we're gonna lose. I don't know why he ever said this, but he's like, I'm, I'm so confident they're gonna lose. I will eat a Sonic the Hedgehog hat if they, if B and H wins. I was like. I, I'm like, okay, I guess. I mean, I, I wasn't really that confident. Borneo's was a good map for us, but like, I had a feeling we are going to lose, too. So we, then we took the first half on them, and we're like, wait a minute. We're, we can win this. And we actually won it somehow against the number one team. We were their only loss that season, and we went like five, no, we went four and three and got fifth out of seventh. I mean, uh, yeah, fifth out of seventh that season, but we were the <laughs> only loss, I mean, the only loss to the number one team. It's like that was just great. Did cycle? Did she eat a Sonic the Hedgehog hat? No, they said it was like dangerous or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, that's that's unacceptable. It was, funny. it was really funny though. <laughs> yeah, the articles were really fun. I think RGL just like the people writing them got tired of just being flamed for it or something. Though just wasn't seen as worth it. Yeah, no one really liked them. They turned them into a meme, but I kind of miss them to an extent. I like Remember them. As they, well. I think, uh, was it Michael Lele? I think he predicted in our favor one time, and we lost, and then they just turned it into, uh, Brandon's team turned it into a coffee pasta, and I was like, uh, make it stop. <laughs> uh, this, so this, try, this moment's like that, where you take a, uh, you take a win that you just, against all odds, are just the best. Like, even Grand Final Season 5, that was, like, really intense. I was a shit show too if you want to hear about that the whole sure. process of that so basically you know playoff season five uh was pretty interesting like it started off pretty simple we just beat the mds team or whatever i can't remember what their name was but that was whatever then we played then the main actually 
Honestly, the main show wasn't even the grand finals. It was still a tough match, but honestly, just defeating uh, Brandon's team was like more of a pain than it should have been. Because I don't know if you ever heard about this story, but so we're playing them on. Oh yeah, playoffs. I heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty goofy, but we're playing them on playoffs, and I forgot our maps. I think it was. Uh... Oh boy, what were our maps? I think it was Cascade. Yep, Cascade was one of them. Vigil and uh... what was the last one? I think it was. Uh... Oh, Swiftwater. Right, right, Swiftwater. So we're playing them on Vigil. I think we... Yeah, we beat them on Vigil, I believe. And... Okay, no, first off, we had to put Poseidon on Scout. Because our Scout's power just went went off. And we put Poseidon on Scout before, actually. You know, Swiftwater week. We even got approval by, from the admin. Oh, man, if we saved that chat log, we would have saved so much time. But... Uh, yeah, we'd done it before, so we didn't think much of it, and they didn't have them restricted or anything, like, they would have told us, and, uh, so we're playing them on Vigil, we beat them, then we're about to beat them on Cascade, like, it's close, it's like a 2-1 on Cascade, and they pause, they actually just pause, and they're like, I think someone said they spilled water on their keyboard or something, or they said Brandon did something, and they, so they just lied to us, and they did not tell us what the actual reason was, and they're like, we're getting an admin, and it's like, what? What do you mean you're getting, for what? <laughs> and so we're sitting there paused for like literally, I think, 45 minutes. There's a famous clip from Masking Tape where he's like, you wasted my night. You wasted my evening. It was really funny. But um, yeah, we're just sitting there paused for 40 minutes. And they're like, oh, yeah. I think an admin contacts me. And they're like, I think, I think it was Micah. And he's like, yeah, Poseidon can't play scout. And it's like, what? Because Wall was gone. The Wall was originally the admin, but they were just busy or something. And Space Ghost wasn't responding. So they just get Micah, who has had admin at the time, probably. There's like... Yeah, Poseidon can't play scout. I'm like, why did you not tell us this? What? So they actually make us reschedule the goddamn match to another day. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. They they let us keep the win on Vigil, thank God. But like, they actually make us move the match. And we lost all of our match points. So if they just magically adapt to our team, we were screwed. Like, what the hell is wrong with them? So like, after 40 minutes, they make us reschedule. Another day, and then this time, and Poseidon's not even gonna be there either. Like he's he's busy because it was like around Easter, so we didn't even have him to play. So we just got our team back, and then we somehow won. We beat him instantly, beat him on Cascade, and that was just awesome. And and that was it. That entire sh like little show to like delay the match for some reason, like it was all for nothing, and it was awesome because no one really liked Brandon's team. <laughs> <laughs> I think nobody likes Brandon in general. Guy's a tr yeah, total like creature. Yeah, so it was just a very nice. Even the grand finals, the like grand finals match, just it wasn't. It was still a tough match, but it's just nothing beats like beating Brandon's team like that because they were the supposed to be the number one team. They didn't take a single loss in the normal season, so it was just awesome. How did it feel to be the heroes of RGL for a bit? It was. It was nice. I know. I, I don't really care that much, but it was just nice to see like someone that's like BM me my entire competitive career almost just finally just take an L for once and just yeah. go away. Like it was great. <laughs> You got to slay the gremlin. I'm not sure what his deal was, but he never really liked me for some reason. Oh, the guy's just the guy's just also always been an awful person, along with a decent bit of his friend group. Yeah, I just I didn't get it, but I just wanted to play the game, so I'm just glad I got it over with. And obviously, you know, then we we beat we won in grand finals, and that's probably the highlight. And hmm. uh, yeah, that was a, that was a fun night. Glad to hear. It. So, what what would your ideal map pool be? Map pool, huh? Uh, I think it's pretty good now. 
it's just the Koth maps pretty back and forth whether they want to they hate Lakeside or Cascade more. What if they removed a Koth and added Millstone? Would you be appeased? I would. I'd go. I'd be down for it. But I know for a fact, eighty percent of the community probably be like, "This is dog shit." It's okay. I'll get all the community. I'll be like, "You can only be interviewed if you agree to support Millstone." I'll, I I will turn this into a cultural movement, Paul. You have my word. I wish. I and they, they just need to do more XP cups. I don't know what happened to those. I think qualifiers get in the way, dude. It also oh yeah, like qualifier. But uh, I do think there is something that could maybe be done. I don't know if this would fuck with their whole like shtick, but like. I think something that would be kind of neat is if we got the eight weeks back instead of seven and we could have an extra map, then maybe that would throw like a wrench into things. Like maybe bring back a five CP, even though also no one really oh, yeah. likes that. But that uh, that'd be awesome. Like the game master one's gonna be going up like a bit before this one. It's like, yeah, no, like that one, there's so much depth to five CP, like just so much creativity uh, and dynamism. Is he gonna is he gonna be talking about the level threes on process? Yes. It's just like <laughs> you don't get to see that sort of stuff as much. Like Yes, it's a bit of a chore, but it's like, it's so awesome to just have that more dynamicism and just have people be challenged, you know? Yeah, like, it's it throws a mix into things. I honestly think right. it's always nice to, like, play. I know it's a little bit stalemate but I don't know. It does, it was fun. Well, I don't know. Except Vanguard. I hate Vanguard. So much of our current metagame is just, like, not that good, though, you know? It's just, like, so boring and stale as it is. So, like, what's the harm in going to 5CP at this point? <laughs> so we can get just... some weird tech mixing it up because outside of like RGL hasn't really mixed it up that much the only thing they really changed was Cascade looks different uh, Asheville looks different and Borneo got replaced with uh, Vigil which I'm fine either way I actually kind of like Borneo despite yeah. everyone else hating it I like Borneo too I don't know it just feels like we're so like afraid of just playing anything outside of the currently established meta maps that's like and we're so afraid of just like actually learning how to play the game in different ways, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I think, uh, yeah, it definitely sucks sometimes, but it's just, yeah. also, there's not many, like, really good Highlander, because I don't think there's really many maps built around that's Highlander. True. Cascade, Cascade was originally a 4's map, like, what the hell? Like, how'd we get to this point? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I do agree that that's true, but then it's like, I feel like the the quality of the maps is sort of degraded a bit if it's like, we just play them for an eternity. Like, they get solved. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, just, I've like, noticed, because we're getting to the point where people are changing like little minor things on upward and stuff, and it's like, oh boy. Yeah. So there we go. I feel like it would just be interesting. Like it could draw interest back, even if it's like not the best per se. Like it's also not the best to just keep doing the same ones over and over again. Because that's one thing I think UGC kind of did a little bit better because they weren't really like professional professionals, so they kind of just had seasons, but they just goof around with the map pool, right? And like, there's a, I think season ten UGC, it was so like goofy. They didn't even, it's not even marked on any player's experience because it was just that goofy of a season. Hmm. I'd imagine that really helps, just like revitalize interest in the game, like maybe even for more casual players, rather than like just trying to appeal to a sense of false professionalism that you'll never have. Just like let it be the community, you know. Yeah, I just want to see more like, like xp cups because i want to see more right. maps like ugc had such an incredible map pool oh, over there for a bit now most of them were shit don't get me wrong but they do look fun oh actually how do you feel about that about like just rgl trying to establish professionalism rather than just like doing more community things do you think that's kind of like a step in the wrong direction like a battle that they'll never really be able to win i'm kind of split on it i like the idea of it but it's just a it's kind of a tricky thing to tackle and tf2 right. when it comes to tf2 players at least and and I think that's just like not worth. I I don't think it's really that good for the game compared to just doing a community thing and doing it well. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's just not really what the game is about. It's not about. It's not the spirit of it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of mixed on it. I, it could go either way, but there are some That's times fair. I think they go a little bit too hard and stuff. Well, I don't know. I can kind of agree with it from just like an administrative level, like when it comes to punishments, but then just like over, the overall league of the goal. Like, I feel like it's just hurt by that sense of false professionalism. Yeah, I do. You, I don't know, at the same time, there are some times where they are like too lenient sometimes. It's strange how they can be both. But I think yeah. that they're a little bit too lenient with cheaters sometimes, where it's like, oh yeah, you can come back. And it's like, why? What, what do you mean? They can come back. Fine individual. I wonder if they will cheat again for social be- for benefit. Yeah, it's like, or not. I don't know, but I guess that, that if you're going to ban someone permanently for cheating, you got to make sure they're cheating. Because I've seen yeah. a few oopsies from a UGC team before. It's like, oh yeah, they actually maybe worth it. Maybe they weren't cheating, actually. But it's it's rare. Most of the time, they're on point, though. I, I think they do right. get a bad rep. All I'm saying is, if you permaban everybody, you would have no. If, if you permaban people, you would have no snipers left. Oh, true. Yeah, snipers are, like <laughs> always accused the most. It's yeah. Oh god. No, like not even that. Like some of them were cheating in the past, but then they don't cheat now. So it's like if you ban all the cheaters permanently, like I don't think you'd have any sniper maids left, chief. Yeah, that's a good point, I guess, but. Yeah. It is just weird sometimes how people just come back like nothing happened. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, do you think that RGL could also do more in the way of like community cups as well, like the old community versus pros thing, like sixes versus Highlander? Like, oh, do you think that I helps? I remember that. Holy shit, I remember those, seeing those medals. Those were so right. cool. Uh, yeah, if they had the time for it. I don't know about the pros versus uh, the pub stars or whatever anymore, right. but I, I just want to see more cups. Like, just in the, It's a summer, like you know, I mean, it's a little bit tricky in the middle of the season, I guess, but I just right. like, like to see more random stuff, you know, get the community, like, hyped for, like, get their attention, rather than just, like, two random teams, like, get, like one get right. rolled on Upward on Twitch, you know? So, that's kind of what I mean, though, when I'm talking about that sense of professionalism, like, do you think it maybe pre- prevents them from doing just, like, those sort of things that are really important for community with the community, instead they just try and do a few things here and there as, like, show games between the, for the community? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they could do both. Yeah. You can still, like, you can still be professional with, like, some, like, some cups, like, I but, don't know. But they aren't. That's the thing. Yeah, like, you could definitely do both. Like, you don't, have to, you don't have to be, like, super serious, which I don't think they're trying to do, considering they uploaded a video to YouTube. It's, like, just an hour-long shit post. Oh, no. like, that was just purely because of Maven. Like, Maven's not on the video team anymore, and they just don't do anything like that at all. No. I know, but the fact that they let them do it means they're not that they're not that serious, right? But it's it, like nobody's but... stepping up to the plate and kind of doing those things for the community. I'm with the community. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, do you have any like closing thoughts, sentiments, other things you want to talk about or add? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. I don't. Th- I think I don't think I have anything unless you have any questions. Uh, not particularly. I think we got a lot of the scope of it. Yeah. I think it was really nice to just have a bit of a heavy talk for a bit. Yeah. For sure, get it. Get the BNH lore out there. Uh, you got any other parts of like the BNH manifesto that you want, or story that you want to have up here before we stop? I guess just a highlight, a reel of like the players I've experienced. I guess yeah, run it down. Just, just, just a quick one. It's mainly engineer players, but oh boy, hard. It's hard to say because I don't want to say their name, but there's I don't know if I'm like it'd be like safe to say their name. Or, I mean, say the story they're known for, but not their name. I don't know if that'd be appropriate or not. Uh, I trust your judgment on it. Well, <laughs> well, that could go wrong, but I'll give it a shot, I guess. So, I mean, not much really happened at the start. <laughs> season season 19, player-wise, everything was fine, except our leader. Our leader was like, 
oh, he was so unhinged. He was like this 19-year-old who was just like, oh, man, he was just so obsessed with everything. He was just... So we had a lot of back and forth with him. Uh, his Sixers experience was a different story. I wasn't really around for that. But when he came back in season 22 to help me, uh, me and Lorgan lead, there's so many moments where it's like, what are you doing? Like, so... So they introduced, he introduced me a player called Guac. Great guy. I'm glad I got up to meet him. He played like three seasons with me. And they were making a force team with Guac. And they're like, it wasn't, they were trying to sandbag and steal or some shit. Or silver, silver. And it wasn't going anywhere. They were, it was like they were struggling with to get in there because of the admin or something. It was taking too long. So I just said, Guac, do you just want to play for me? He's like, we can play gold fours. We can suck, but we can get a gold badge, you know? And he's like, yeah, sure. Phoenix just, my old leader, he just absolutely hated that. He's like, "You, my friends list is not your recruiting ground, Paul. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he, we had a Minecraft server, right? This is where things get really fucking funny and petty. So he goes <laughs> on the Minecraft server. I made a marijuana leaf for 420 because I thought it was funny. And that's also the date the UGC page was created for UPNH. He burns it down and he shuts down the Minecraft server. And he's like, this is an even trade, Paul. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, you are insane. You've dishonored his bloodline. This yeah, is a feud. He literally messaged someone. He's like, I see this isn't even trade. What? I was like, no. <laughs> what? I can't believe you. <laughs> the Minecraft villain. And that was our leader, by the way. Thank God Lorgon took over for the most part that season. But, but God, he was something. He almost killed the team. That's the whole reason Lorgan became mainly the leader because he he just gave up within like a couple weeks of leading. Oh god, man! All I'm saying is Minecraft servers are sacred. Come on, how yeah, did yeah, you hit the that, Minecraft? That was server? messed up. I was showing our pyro that we just picked up around the server too, and I just see a burning <laughs> down in the background. I'm like, what is wrong with wait, you? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, that's really good though. Your pyro tryout. Did they use air blast on it? I wish, but no, not quite. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, okay. If they did, they should have instantly gone the spot. It was like it could have, it could be one of those things where it's like a test, you know? Yeah, it was not a good first impression for that guy, but he didn't really stick around afterwards, anyways. <laughs> the the chance was there, though, you know. You gave the opportunity. The worst part is my leader. He's still around to an extent. He's I think he's on his third alt account. He's still lingering out there somewhere, and oh, I shit. have no idea where he is. Oh god! Oh fuck! Like so I actually ran into him one time. I was like. Oh no. I thought he quit the game, but no, he's still there. He doesn't care as much as he used to, but he's definitely still lingering to some extent, and that's not good. I expect to just like randomly receive a message one day. I hope not, but yeah, just to know that people sometimes just, they never truly leave sometimes, and that's horrifying. Oh, yeah, especially in this community, it feels like person gets banned, they're just, or like, person's just not that great, like, they just end up having such a hyperfixation on the community, yeah? It's like they're trapped here. I I don't know. If I ever got permit for some godforsaken reason, I'd just be gone. Like, yeah. who cares? Got the ghost of like, Christmas present over here. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't get the point, but oh. that was just, that was, that was, I just came over, that was my leader. I don't know, man. Shit was weird. <laughs> Look, all it takes is one bad day. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank God. I mean, honestly, though, the worst part is less weird people were around when he was leading. But when I got a lead, that's when all the when I when that's when all the weird people started to show up. Was when I started the lead. And it's like, god damn it, man! I can't win. 
Like yeah. we had a sniper. Uh, this is before I left. My bad. I instantly made a mistake. But he was like in the army, and like I don't know what happened to him. But he he was playing a steel scrim for us, and he like said beer back, and he still doesn't not come back. What the- I don't know. I don't know where he went. I haven't seen him. His Steam account got deleted too. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> only, only team leading. Only team leading. Oh, and also our leader also wanted had thought it was a bright idea to have a platinum engineer sandbag on our team as like on an alt, and I was like, we're gonna get in trouble for this. But thankfully, they just we they, he made it so obvious too. But literally, our first season of Highlander, we did have a platinum engineer sandbagging a little bit. He was like a sub, and it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, uh, so so stupid. <laughs> Sounds there was like stuff, it. our pyros that were kind of weird too sometimes. Like we had this one. I'm, I'm really, really not gonna name names for this one, but he had a obsession with feet, and let's just say he made a oh. pretty suggestive idea about another teammate who was a girl, and we're like, okay, you, you need to sh- get out of here now. Go away. So we we actually like removed him from the premise because of that because she's just like I want to see your feet and it's like no go away shoot it's one thing if it's a joke but it's one thing if it's a joke but he's actually into that so it's like no get out of here what if we banned all, all the pyromanes well I, well I mean uh, that would have saved us uh, saved a few people from some bad experiences but it's honestly just the engineer main still I just can't get over them they're so strange. And we had we had a pretty strange engineer main. You pretty you probably know, but I'm not gonna name names. But that dude, like, oh, I'm pretty uh, sure. He, I'm like pretty sure he actually tried to kill someone in real life. And I was like, yep. Oh no, he's uh, on my team. I I know who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, it's like he's on my team. How oh, nice. And you know what? <laughs> he is awfully close to me. Oh god. Oh fuck. Yeah, that's uh, that's special, isn't it? But like, yeah. I mean, he he. Pro- I don't think he. I think he just plays casual now. Like, I think he actually just gave up on the game. I don't blame him, but. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just another weird moment. It's like, this dude tried to kill someone. He's on my team. Cool. <laughs> Are there any interesting, like, community initiatives or projects that you can think of that you'd like to bring attention to? Uh, community projects, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, not that I can think of. Like, I, there's a few cool, like, TF2 mods that no one really plays, but, like, uh, no, not really. Outside of just to pay attention to the map creators, I guess. Hmm. That's definitely. Like, fair. I, 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 I recommend always taking a trip to the workshop once every while. See what's going on. Like, if you ever check the Steam activity feed with me, I added on your friends list. You'll probably see me add like four things at a time, because like, the workshop just always has a new supply of stuff. So I recommend checking out that sometimes. What do you think of the new like map testing thing? Our uh, vibe is Vario is doing. Oh, was it, was that the one where they did the pugs or whatever on a that one map? <laughs> Uh, yeah, basically, like, all the pugs, yeah, like, CP Rapids is the most prominent. Yeah, Rapids, I couldn't think of it, but, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea, I just wish they, like, did they, like, stop doing those or something? Like, no, no, uh, it, it, it was a recent thing, uh, you might have been thinking of Maven's video team Funny Pugs, that were, oh, like, yeah, like, that was, that was it. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah, okay, I, I definitely feel like that's pretty good, uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, I think that I think that should be it. Now I've kind of run out of things to say okay. before it gets to the point where I'm just kind of treading over the same ground. Unless you have anything you want to ask specifically. Ah, uh, no. I 
it's kind of difficult because there's so many things they always could bring up but then it's like i don't think all of them are always like that relevant for that person right like it's like not everything needs to cover like the same sort of scope per se yeah that makes sense yeah i think this one definitely has some good like sentiments and message all throughout like i don't think any really add anything else on yeah okay i will end the recording then